0: Good day to you. I hope that you are doing well on this wonderful Wednesday. I know I'm supposed to release every Monday. I'll explain why I'm a couple of days late this week as we get into the episode. Speaking of episodes, this is number nine. And I thought it would be all about family. Family. You know, that's an important aspect of our lives, family. So let's discuss uh, how we have a direct effect on our family dynamics. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of uh, Love is Your Medicine Podcast. I am Mitch Wright. Back again. Like I said, usually I try to uh, do my podcast updates on Monday morning. Oh, I am just getting over COVID, so... I was out for several days. Last Tuesday, I got this cough. And if you remember on episode eight, a couple of times, I just kept getting this tickle in my throat and it progressively got worse that night. I was coughing very bad Uh, last Wednesday, just feeling drained. Coughing is worse. Uh, a lot of nasal congestion. So Thursday morning rolled around and I was like, you know what? I'm going to test. So I did a COVID test at home, came back negative, and I'm just still feeling terrible. And Friday morning, wake up, take another uh, COVID test, and it was positive. So dealt with that all weekend and had a lot of time to reflect and sleep, oh my goodness it put me on my butt Uh, I had COVID last year but this year was definitely worse so I do not recommend it to anyone if you're in a big crowd sanitize what you're touching, you know we go to uh, the grocery store and Costco a lot, I try to sanitize my hands um And now, depending on where I'm at, I'm probably going to pull out a mask again. So that's just me. Better safe than sorry. And I tell you what, this strand of uh, COVID I did not like. It was a lot worse than when I had it last year. So that is why this week I am a couple of days late with episode nine. I hope you forgive me. But as I was thinking about what to speak on this week, I kind of jokingly said it to uh, our daughter. You know, I need to think about something I want to talk about this week on my podcast. And she jokingly said, talk about me. And, you know, I laughed at the time, but the more I thought about it as I was doing some more errands, I was like, yeah, that's a good idea um, to talk about family, because in my first couple of episodes I kind of spoke on uh, my family, my upbringing, and then bits and pieces about my family dynamic now, uh, being married. And so, yeah, I, I thought, why not talk about family? We all have family. Um, some we're close to, some we may not be close to. But then. And I'm talking about relatives. Um, But then we have our our immediate families, you know, whether that's siblings, our parents, our children, um, your spouse, you know, maybe you're married or in a relationship. Uh, Maybe y'all have children, maybe you don't, but, you know, I'm talking about immediate family. And you know, a lot of times just being human, we can, we're quick to blame others. Um, that's just kind of a, a something that we fall on, just being humans and the imperfect creatures that we are. But more times than not, you know, we really have to take a deep look into ourselves and think about You know, could we be a major contributing factor in whatever family dynamic there is? So, you know, as I mentioned uh, in the first couple of episodes, this is my second marriage. I was married before. And what I put my first wife and our son through, it was... Just horrible. I took in a lot of baggage into that relationship. I got in that relationship too fast. As I look back now and I'm older, about to turn 54. You know, I have all this knowledge and wisdom and experience. You know, I'm a lot different now at 54 than I was at 22 and 23. So I got married my first time at the age of 23 And so I had a lot of emotional baggage that I carried into that relationship. And so what about you? Do you have, um, you know, if you're single, do you have emotional baggage that you haven't um, fully gotten through yet? Like I said, I'm never going to tell anyone what to do each person is different your circumstances are different from mine you know your personality is different from mine but I know for me personally yeah I I had a lot of baggage going into my first marriage and I wasn't addressing it you know I was totally different person so I had this a very macho attitude whatever i whatever needed to be fixed i would do it and i would do it by myself i would do it alone i didn't need or want anyone's help so totally different outlook on life than i have now and so because of that attitude i suffered and because I wasn't addressing my emotional baggage of things that had happened to me when I was young and things that happened as I grew up, uh, some of the things that I mentioned in episode eight, you know, uh, just different things in different ages of my life, because I didn't handle all of that and kept it bottled in, um, I suffered emotionally, you know. I I kept a lot in internalized it and then it would just uh, come to a head like a volcano and erupt at different points and so whoever was around me they caught that eruption and it it, you know sometimes it, it wasn't pretty I'm not proud of things that I did or said but you know, we look at the past mistakes and we learn from them, see how we can be better and we move on. So I remember it so that I can remember how I got to those different points. But then I don't dwell on it. You know, we constantly have to move forward. And so, yeah, when you carry a lot of emotional baggage with you. It's not fair to those around you. You know, number one is your family. And so, you know, we don't want to be a drain on our family. We don't want to be someone where um, they're walking on eggshells or they don't want to be around us. You know, we come in and the whole mood in the room drops because we're there. You know, we don't want to be that that person. And so, you know, we take care of ourselves emotionally, mentally, physically, so that we could be the best version of ourselves that we can be. And so, you know, thinking back on some of the mistakes I made, um, you know, I wasn't a good communicator. And this carried on, too, in my second marriage. So I had to learn how to Be vocal, but be vocal in a loving and kind way. You know, um, I've never been one that likes to argue or get into like these verbal fights with my spouse. But, you know, it's still things that you can do that's negative. Uh, No communication or short answers or uh, harshness in your tone, different things like that. I had to learn how to work through. If I'm having a bad emotional day, then I might, you know, I would snap at my spouse or snap at one of the children. And I'll never forget, I said something uh, to my son, and this is when we were in my second marriage and all the kids that we had, we had four altogether, three boys, and then our princess. And so never forget the look on my son's face because he asked me something. And the way I answered him and what I said, he looked at me and I could tell the pain in his eyes. He looked at me, looked just heartbroken. And he just lowered his head and kept doing what he was doing. And that was one of the moments. And I even told Michelle, um, You know, I I got kind of emotional a day or two later. And she didn't know what was wrong. And I told her how I felt in that moment. And I could just tell by the look he gave me the type of person I was. You know, just saying things that would hurt people. And I asked her, you know, I said, please help me. Uh, to get better I know I have to do a lot of things my own uh, on my own uh, to fix myself but you know but we're partners help me to be a better person hold me accountable if I say something that's rude or you know um, just offhanded or snappy to you or the kids hold me accountable like don't be afraid to just tell me and so that's what she would do. And we, you know, we helped each other with it. Um, one of the good things about having a good marriage made and a good partner is you can hold one another accountable. And so fortunately for us, if one is having an off day or a bad day emotionally, because Michelle had things she had to overcome as well emotionally from her past. So if one of us was having an off day or a bad day, it always seems like the other one is up and and having a good day. And so we've always used that to our advantage. So if one is down or, you know, just having an off day, don't know why the other will speak up and ask what's wrong you know, what can we talk about? Do you want to discuss something? If something came up that bothered you currently, or did something pop in your head from the past? And so we try to do that. We try to work it out with each other and hold each other accountable. So, you know, by all means, um, do not try to do this alone. Um, have the, uh, the modesty and uh you know to just admit your limitations and to admit to yourself you can't fix everything on your own you know you're a team uh you and your spouse uh so work together hold each other accountable and that helped me a lot um because if i was having a bad day or She could tell that I was or I give a short answer to her or to one of the kids. She would just kindly pull me aside and, you know, try to find out what's going on. And that kind of snapped me out of it, out of uh, being a jerk. You know, I, I appreciate that about her and she still has to do it for me. I do it for her. And, yeah, we just talk it out. Like I said, none of us are perfect if what I'm talking about seems familiar to you. Believe me, I'm not shaming you. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm telling you what I go through, uh, personally and what I work on. And that's part of loving ourselves. is being honest with ourselves to see how we can fix ourselves, you know? So do not feel bad. Uh, If some of the things I talk about hit home or seem familiar to you. So, yeah, the whole family dynamic, we can do a lot to help our family flourish. If we're working on ourselves uh, first as an individual, because, you know, we aren't working on ourselves constantly. Then you know, we can't truly expect that of our spouse or our children, can we? Uh, You know, how can I be a horrible person, but try to teach my children how to be uh, good young adults and to raise them to be positive uh, members of the community? How can I do that if I'm not doing it myself? So. You know, children are like sponges. They soak up everything and they may not say it verbally, but believe me, they're watching. You know, your children watch you and they learn from you, whether it's a good example or a bad example. Our children are learning constantly, daily. So, you know, we do it for ourselves. And we do it so that, you know, if you have children, one, they see that you're human and they see that you face adversity and you don't shrink away from it. But they'll be like, you know what? Dad or mom, even though things might not have went perfectly in their past or even though they face adversity now, they always find a way to rebound. They always find a way to uh, face it head on and they get through it. See, this shows your children a lot about life because nowadays, um, and Michelle and I, we talk about this a lot. Uh, Children, they're very different than uh, when we came up in the 70s, 80s and 90s. it's like now because of what children have um, you know the internet cell phones uh, the games they play everything is about fast self gratification they're used to things instantly but that's not how life works you know and they the older they get they gradually find that out. You know, things pop up in life where it may be some time before you can fix it or adjust things. That's just life. And so we have to teach our children that, you know, the things that come up that aren't ideal or uh, just come up out of the blue that we have to face. You know, we have to show them that we can face it head on. And that you get a handle on things and you work progressively towards making them better. And so when they see you doing that as a parent, uh, they pick up on that. That's one of the good examples that they can pick up on from mom or dad. And you just you know, take it day by day. Like I'm always saying uh, in different episodes... Just take it day by day. You know, that's what we have to do the work on ourselves. We don't know what the next day is going to bring. So, and we don't, we can't fix what's already happened yesterday. So, what do we do? We work on the day we are currently on, being the best individual we can be and working to get better at whatever you need to in life so yeah i had to really work on myself to um, get to the point i'm at now mentally and emotionally <clears throat> because i wanted to be uh, just a better person overall i wanted to do it for michelle uh my wife and i wanted to do it for our children and you know it How we conduct ourselves, excuse me, it carries over into how we treat our families. And, you know, think about this. uh, When you have children, there is no one size fits all. Each child that you have is a mini adult. They're their own individual. So we can't just, you know, we have four, three boys and a girl. And so what I quickly found out is that they each had their own identity and personality, their own set of emotions. So, you know, if we we're talking or disciplining one We couldn't do it like we may uh, talk or discipline their sibling. Each one uh, had their own personality, so I could talk a certain way, and I'm not talking like mean or harsh, but, you know, when you're trying to get your point across and teach them and, and make them better in something, you have your way that you can talk to that individual child. So, yeah, it's it's like my son, he knew me in a different uh, life is what I call it, because I was a totally different person when he was young, when I lived in uh, Atlanta. So without being harsh or mean, I could still talk to him in a different manner than I could talk to uh, the other two boys with them. I had to reason more uh kind of talk it out with them uh because they're just two different personalities and you know i could still get my point across but i just had to do it differently with them and then here comes our, our princess and i said something to her one day that was like i said not mean but just direct on something she needed to do around the house And all of a sudden, these tears come. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, why are you crying? And like, she could barely talk and asked her, to, you know, just go to a room to calm down. And, you know, we'll talk again when you're calm. And I look at Michelle and I'm like, what in the world? Like, did I say anything wrong? I didn't think I was mean. And, you know, Michelle looked at me and she was like, you have to remember that she's a girl she's a female so she's going to be a little bit more emotional and it's like i was a stay-at-home dad when she was um an infant and a toddler and you know just a young girl in preschool and so we used to like rough house and kind of tussle I always told Michelle I did not want her growing up to be a punk. I wanted her to be a girl and enjoy being a girl, but I wasn't going to raise a girl that like got bullied from guys. And so, you know, yeah, I just made her my old tough little mini me. And so Michelle had to remind me, you know, she's like, I know like that's your tough little girl and everything, but you have to remember that's exactly what she is a girl and so i took that to heart thank michelle for telling me and i from that point on i have to the way that we talk to her and help her and reason with her is a lot different totally different than we did with the other three boys and so it's just it's all about learning adapting uh, fixing what needs to be fixed and I can't stress this enough if you aren't at a good place within yourself it's hard to do that it's hard to um, really realize what you need to do what you need to fix with your family you know because you're always on the defensive and you know, like I said, the ticking time bomb syndrome really is what I called it. Uh, my previous life style. And so, you know, that I said all that to say that point is that if you aren't whole as a person, and I'm not talking about perfect, but just if you are not in a good space, um, Physically, mentally, emotionally. You're not thinking rationally. So you might project all the negativity within you onto your spouse or your significant other or your child. And it's just not a great feeling uh, when you do that. Because if you have any type of conscience at all. You know, you realize it when you have time to think about it. You you know what you've done. You know what you said. You know, you know, if you hurt those that you love. And we really, really have to take care of our families, especially our children. I watch so many Uh, videos on YouTube, and I read news articles just about things, horrific things that our young ones do. And sadly, like one of the main reasons is because they just, their home life isn't ideal. You know, they may be living in a single parent home. They may have both parents at home, but you know, the parents are dealing with their own issues and they're kind of leaving um, their children to self parent. And it, it, that part of it hit close to home to us with our family, uh, last year. Sally has some, uh, tragic events happen, uh, you know, with some relatives, And home life wasn't ideal for the children. And it was sad. And it's sad seeing so many of our young ones and youths lost and mixed up. And it starts at home. It starts with us as parents. Even if you (coughs) aren't, excuse me, say you're divorced and you're co-parenting that does not excuse you from being the best parent you can be. Um, You know, whether you're the custodial parent or the non-custodial parent, you share custody, you know, it's still both parents responsibility to raise that child the best they can and to be the best person, the best parent that they can be for that child. Children need that emotional and mental support. The financial support is all well and good. It's needed, you know. Don't shirk that responsibility, but children really need emotional and mental support so that they can grow up how they need to grow up. You know, a lot of our young ones, they act out because. They don't have ideal home lives uh, for whatever reason. And they either seek attention or they seek the wrong crowd or quote-unquote love from other individuals or other groups that are not the best for them to be around. And it falls on us. It's our responsibility as parents to be the best parents that we can be, uh, to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be, to give our children a fair chance in life, to give them a fair shot in becoming great young adults and great adults on their own that will be productive members of society and one day they may or may not have a family of their own. And so, you know, it starts with us. We, we can't just throw blame on oh, no, all they just act up you know or I never get along with my spouse I never get along with my children you know I urge you like I have to do just take a long honest look at yourself see if there's anything that you need to fix about you uh and, and don't be so quick to cast blame and, you know, come together with your family because family is very important. You know, you should have each other's back in a crazy world that we live in. Um, and that's what we always tell our, our children. Family should be the safe zone. Uh, family should be a place where there's love and care. Open communication. You know I would always tell them. Um, don't feel bad to talk to us. If you're having, having problems. Or uh, you're going through something. That you think in your head is just. You can't deal with it. You can't cope with it. Like come to us. I always wanted them to know that. Family is a. It should be a non-judgment zone. You know, our our spouse or our young ones should feel like they can have open, honest conversation with us where they're not going to be judged, uh, but instead they're going to be nurtured, loved, cared for. They're going to be heard. If it's something... Uh, that's not good or something that needs to be fixed our family should feel like they can talk to us and we won't shame them, we won't judge them we'll be honest and if there's something that needs to be fixed of course we, we, we handle that but you know the family should be a safe zone in a world full of chaos that should be where we can go to truly be ourselves, to be open, uh, you know be honest. Family is important. you know that is family is the the basis of civilization you know we have, individuals, but then, you know, groups of individuals make families, families make the population. So, you know, we have to treat our family good. The other side of it is, you know, we, we may lose family members, uh, you know, sickness, death. I have, um, Couple members of my immediate family, uh, one battling cancer, uh, you know, one going through uh, things uh, that older ones may unfortunately go through at times with uh, dementia and things like that. So, you know, don't take family and life for granted. We never know what's going to happen from day to day. And We want to be on good terms with our family. Uh, You don't want to let someone pass away and you maybe, you know, you feel bad because you uh, maybe didn't express your love to them when they were around as much as you should have. And, you know, I'm guilty of that. I, the way I dealt my old self, the way I dealt with. excuse me, loss. Because if you remember in episodes one and two, part of my uh, personality was I had to fix or adjust things in me um, so that I would not get hurt. And so part of that, you know, immaturely was I, I would think If I'm not real close to this person or that person, then if something happens, um, I won't be as hurt. Sadly, that was my outlook, you know, but the older I got, the more I realized that was faulty reasoning on my part. Uh, I should have been keeping good communication and good relationships with some of my family or relatives because when they were gone it was too late they didn't know what I felt they didn't know you know my love for them so now I try to uh, and I stay busy between family and uh, business and everything constantly busy daily but I try to make time. Like if I can't call, I try to shoot family members a text or, you know, try to constantly stay up to date with them. You know, I, I used to just go quiet for long periods of time. And again, I'm not saying I'm perfect. There's still a lot of things I need to work on being Uh, you know, improving some of my communication with some of my family um, to maybe talk on the phone more because like I said, we're you know, I'm going to be 54 none of us are getting younger Uh, so not knowing what will happen from day to day, there are things that I need to do better still with communication uh, with certain family members and so you know, that's part of what we need to do as individuals to, you know, take a, a look at ourselves and see are there different ways we can improve. I talked about emotionally and mentally, but then there's things that we, we do also, and this is one of them, like communication and expressing your love uh, for your family members. You know, do you say it? Uh, When I was young, it was weird to me to to show affection because of what I went through. I had trust issues. And so, you know, I didn't want to like hugging and all that. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want nobody touching me. And that's just what I went through. And, you know, if you're new to the podcast, you can go back to episode three and I talk about it. Uh like what happened to me at a young age so showing affection that was no I didn't want to do that and so that carried over into my teen years into my young adult years and then it affected how you know what I said to people about I uh, loved them and which I did you know I, I loved my family I loved my relatives but I didn't say it as much as I should have and and So that was something else I had to fix within myself Um, to be more affectionate, to tell people, not only you could tell people you love them, you know, all you want, but then what do your actions say? So I had to not only say it, but I had to adjust my actions and take the initiative, reach out to them. Um, Yeah, just part of what I had to continually do to be a better version of myself. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this subject, um, this week, just, you know, about family. Uh, family means something different to each one of us, but hopefully it means something important to you. Um, enough to make you want to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Um, Because we do that, we take care of ourselves and show ourselves self-love and self-care because it helps us flourish as a person, but it helps us to be a better person to be around. You know, like I always say, uh, we want to be the best version of ourselves for our spouse, for our kids, for our parents, for our uh, relatives, for our schoolmates, for our co workers. You know, we, we want to offer people the best that we can of ourselves. So, at the top of that list is our family. You know, because without them, most of us would be lost and alone. You know, so be thankful uh, of your family. Show them how much you love them and what they mean to you by being the best person you can be. You know, what better way to show them uh, than to make changes in yourself? And believe me, they notice. Uh, When I had to go through a ton of changes, um, and, you know, especially uh, recently within the last or six years um, even though your family members may not say something all the time they're looking they're watching and they're noticing you know and, and is it's good and you know heartwarming when they tell you that they appreciate the effort you're putting into making the changes you need to but they appreciate and love the effort they see you making. They know it's hard, but you're still doing it and they appreciate it. And so when you hear things like that, it makes it all worthwhile. Uh, the hard work that you put into yourself to become a better person. And so, yeah, that it always kind of uh, chokes me up to think about it because it's, you know, we can't be selfish. It's bigger than, bigger than us. We, I always preach self-love and self-care. And just like a post I made on social media today, when I say that I am not talking about in a selfish manner, but we practice self-love and self-care so that we can be better people. And so that those around us can notice it and they can see us trying. It's hard, especially with whatever we're working on to better ourselves. Some of it can be challenging. Some of it can be hard. A lot of it, we're going against traits that we were born with. And so we constantly have to put up a hard fight to change uh, from the person we're trying to get away from being. So yeah, if you're going through that, uh, keep fighting. I hear you. You know, each day is presents its own challenges, but you know what? Uh, when you overcome obstacles and you're fighting to be a better person and you can look back and see how you're changing, You know, take it from me firsthand. It's a good good feeling and a good place to be. Um, You're working on yourself. You're working on your future. You're working on your relationship with your loved ones. Great place to be. So keep fighting, keep pushing uh, to make whatever change you need to to become a better version of yourself. And what do we always say? love is your medicine day by day we don't try to bite off more than we can chew because when we do that what happens Uh, any setback stops your momentum Uh, you, you may get too hard on yourself so day by day you wake up in the morning if you're a person of faith like me you pray Thank God for another day of life. Ask him what you need help with humbly. And you take on that day. And each day, uh, you just try to be a better version of yourself than you were the day before. So, yeah, like I said, if you are fighting to become a better person, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, Keep fighting, keep pushing. I am proud of you. I know firsthand the struggle it is and what it takes to make ourselves better. But it is worth it, isn't it? So I hope you found value in this episode. Um, If you want to reach out to me, you can feel free to email me, Mitch at TheMitchWright.com or you can look me up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Love Is Your Medicine Podcast. Uh, You can also uh, go to LoveIsYourMedicinePodcast.com and you can look, see all the different uh, ways you can listen to me. Uh, You can listen to me on Google Apple, Amazon prime. Uh, you can even, uh, listen to it and look at the transcript on YouTube. I'm also on YouTube. Love is your medicine podcast. So various ways to listen to me, uh, please share my podcast, uh, with your friends or loved ones. If you find value in it, I thank all my, uh, listeners I am steadily growing each week across the United States and Belgium and Germany, believe it or not. So I am thankful to all of you. I would enjoy hearing from you, uh, you know, feedback or uh, comments about your own life, uh, the challenges you face. You know, we're in this together, so I would love to hear from you. Until next week with episode 10, I can't believe it's going to be 10 episodes already. Next week is the 10th episode anniversary. So until then, take care of yourself day by day. Uh, Give yourself the self-love and self-care you need, because if you can't, respect yourself and take care of yourself. We can't expect others to love us and respect us the way that we need to be loved and respected. So take care of yourself, take care of each other. Enjoy this week. Go and do great things.